You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast, a slice of city life every Monday. I'm your host, Gregory Day. On today's show, I speak with graphic designer Aaron Draplin, who has just released his first book entitled Pretty Much Everything, a mid-career retrospective. Aaron is also quite a bit of a celebrity, a big personality, and just a fun, fun interview. What we talked about first was his Twitter account. Now, Aaron numbers his tweets on his Twitter account, and I asked him about that, and also about his social media presence. They call it old-fashioned, but there is an art to having some rules. 140 characters. Right. Trying to write as sort of proper or as... And a number, too. It's, That's nuts. It's so stupid. But I I watched it from a, from a distance, and it was like, too many people were telling me, like... That's funny. You need to use the, you need to use this, 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 this apparatus. And I, I watched for... This is, you know, what, 2008 or something. I watched for a while, and it was used... They're just like... They're just... I don't know. It's just vapor. They're like farts. They're just like... It's just like... There's nothing yeah. that's... It's gone. Yes, it kind of punches you in the face, but then it's gone. And there's no lasting so it quality. elevates the... Well, I just watched how to use it. So I tried to say, I'm going to make every one of these mean something. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily. It's all goofy shit. But it's like, I'm going to try. You're, an, you're a yeah. master of elevating... Simple things. Simple things. Sure. Thank you. I think I mean, numbering really elevates the medium. Well, I wanted to. I wanted it to feel like if you went and looked at yeah. DDC ninety nine sixty two or DDC nine sixty two, there was a little thought behind it, and the thought might be as simple as propping up some kid's new record, or propping up some kid that you look up to their work, or he's a young kid, and you're look. You, you know, I learned my lesson. You never punch down. You know, blah blah blah, and you. It's good to. Uh, it's bandwidth. And I would hope that any which one of those, what, I think it's a little over 10,000, any which one you touched, there was some thought. There was. Yeah. It wasn't just... I get that. Ha. Back. I don't know who recognized it. Thank you. I'm glad you do. But the medium, still all these years, you'll just kind of see it's like, I just tried to make it count. Same with my Instagram. You yeah. know, that uh, I don't want to put up... I have colleagues who will put up 50 and 60 things a day. To the point where you're tired of their stuff. I try to do something every day. A couple things a day. If I'm on the road or whatever. Where, you know, these are just... You know, last time I checked, I never paid a penny for Instagram or Twitter. It's a pretty cool service. And if that helped me build, you know, what the hell I'm doing here. It's... I don't have a lot of complaints, yeah. you know, about how the thing looks or, yeah. or whatever. But I'm, I'm glad you noticed that. That makes me really excited. Now, Aaron gained a lot of exposure, to say the least... From his Lynda.com logo design challenge video that's on Vimeo and YouTube, that thing's at 2 million views. Amazing. So we discussed that and his celebrity and how that's affected his life. People recognize me in the airport. I mean, I'm a, yeah. you know. Yeah, you're a celebrity. Junior water buffalo just in size as is. But, you know, yeah. you, as you walk through and there's this beard or they remember whatever, yeah. a lot of people saw it. I would it. say an icon. Well, thanks, man. I mean, I, well, I, you have to understand that if there were no eyeballs on me any of this time, I would still be here. I know that. Sweating know that, all yeah. this shit out. 
I yeah. worked uh, all yeah. day today. It's a today. byproduct. I mean, so this weird... That's icing. <laughs> it's icing. It's weird. It's weird. And it's like, you know, now to have to, like, sort of not deal with it. Um, harness it. Enjoy it. And yet again, defy... Like, let's just say someone uses that phenomena to make themselves sound bigger or cooler or they should be paid more. I don't know how to do that. Because to me, it would, a bell would ring. Like, you know, just to say, like, what's good business? Good business is being able to say thank you. Good business yes, is, is being able to overexceed. You know, you've got a loyal client here for life. Fucking A, right. Oh, yeah. according to plan. <laughs> but I think, I think a lot of that is due to just you. I mean, the design is... Well, cool. It's yeah, I mean, you're very, you're your very personality. Complimentary. It's weird to hear this. Thank you. I mean, yeah, you just like, it's you know, great. No, products, screw the podcast. Just keep telling me how, why, how, how much you like me. It's great. Just fuck the podcast. I don't care about the podcast anymore. Just sit there. It's great. I, I, I can sit and listen. I mean, that's what my life is. So it's so weird. Like, yeah. listen, the yeah. first time that you get say an accolade, you know, you're like, oh, that's really cool, and I still get that buzz. I try to do it back, of course, but yeah. we joke now. Like, what'd you do today? Just sit and talk about yourself? <laughs> Actually, I did. I did. Because I do podcasts, all these interviews, because I'm trying do. to promote the book. Um, I'm trying to promote I mean, this you is... do a lot of podcasts. Well, this is part of this thing where I can... All, if I can't find an hour in the week, and I screwed up last week, but if I can't find that hour, that's embarrassing. Because it's fun to meet people. It's fun to bullshit. So good business. Good business is defying, defying... The quality of one... I've just met too many of these guys. People. See, this is very vague. Yeah, I'd is. love to throw a name it's out a there. a question. But it's kind of like, I've <laughs> met too many of these people. They're just so important. And they just let you know it. And it's, it's off-putting. It's scary. Yeah. So next, I wanted to ask Aaron about a quote that's been circulating for a long time that's been attributed to him. And the quote is... Syrup on shit doesn't make it a pancake. Oh, I love that. I can't take credit. That's some old grandpa who said that shit. Oh, can't right. put syrup on, you know, syrup on shit doesn't make it a pancake. What it was was, you go back to this guy we used to snowboard with in Bend, Oregon in 1993, 4-5, Robbie Benson. He was a Detroit kid. This kid was funny as shit and he could talk so fast and he had a almost like a lyrical quality just the way he would you know fuck around with you and we were going to hit this jump we're all piled up in the hill you know in the mountain you know mount bachelor and we're all going to hit this jump and the jump's just you know there's just a little bit of snow on it and it's not that good and he just looks at it and he says he says God, syrup on shit doesn't make it a pancake, which is, I don't know. I, and I just never, I wrote it down that night. I never forgot that. And I think that might even be closer to, in that same moment, someone tried to, like, one-up him. In that same moment. I learned a lot that day. But another guy looked at me that day, and, and it was my turn to go hit the jump. And he looks at me, and he goes, hey, Draplin, hump it or fuck it. And I just stopped there, and I went... Which I think is in, you know, sort of etymology or some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of provenance as close to shit or get off the pot, okay? Yeah. Which might even come from your home country. Now we're lost in the sea of all this business terminology. All jokes aside, I just go off you know, the phone, you know, let's circle the wagons when we come back. You know, that's, that's the only way that people know how to sort of communicate sometimes when they're in these pressurized, 
bigger environments to make people comfortable. But it just it just turns into this like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's sort of tone deaf to me, you know, to like keep hearing these things. Then someone comes along, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> First of all, it's offensive as shit. But there's something about it that's just sort of like, yeah. there's life in that. And I don't know, that. to long story short, those quotes, I don't mind being attached to them, but I try to give credit where credit's due. But I'd rather be attached to that than being attached to someone who's so fidgety and can't talk to you or doesn't know how to say thanks or doesn't know how to just stop everything and go, that was a killer moment. So then I remarked on Aaron's very strong work ethic, which is a real inspiration. And we discussed that and his communication technique with clients. I'm trained that if you screw up one time on the job, you can lose the job and have a mark on your name. So I'm working for a big company now. I can't really talk about them, yeah. but it's you'd know them. Yeah. They're the biggest. And you don't, you don't call it in. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I cannot. It's a sickness. But here I spent the day fucking around on it's things that are, are very down to earth in here. And then the moment I sat down for the call with him, I, I was elevated to where, out of not out of fear, it's more like I just don't want to let any part of that down. He's trusting yeah. me with the project. They're giving me life. They're giving me an incredible paycheck. And I'm not going to tarnish it one bit with, well, Serpon shit doesn't make it a pancake. I allow them in that situation to be the first one to breach a, you know, shit or you know, damn it. And, and if, if I didn't hear it, I would, I, I, I don't, in fact, on those phone calls, I'll bet you I haven't said one bad word. You know what I mean? Because you just are in such a different realm. Now, who wouldn't even know about that? You know, I mean, unless we're saying it now, you know, who would know about that based on some video where I hammed it up or, yeah. you know, these guys were kind of pushing, goading to say, hey, just talk like you do. All right. Let's not talk to my buddies because a couple hours ago I had a friend in here and we were bullshitting like anyone does. You know, I think the thing is, is like as a service to that situation, I want them to feel like they are in great hands yeah. and it won't be compromised at all. The moment that he becomes human and I become human, it brings guards down and he can I can say to him even in that situation, I know you wanted it Friday. Can I do it Monday? Are we cool with that? And you know what they'll say? Sure. But there's it's a funny little game of brinkmanship you play. Like the moment you say some people will say, Can I go until you Monday? And then they'll say yeah. they'll say, uh, no, no, no. And they got you. It's pretty, they got you. Like in they yeah. you know, they just took away a pawn yeah. and now they, you're exposed. So there's some funny tactics that I'll do yeah. if I need to get it to someone on Friday. I get that from you. You I send that do. shit on Thursday, and you, def you they are defenseless. Because you're like, by the way, I I'm so excited. It's early. Now what are you going to do? I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but I can remember in the last even 15 or 12 or whatever in 10 years, I can remember the couple times I did not give it my all, it all yeah. and I'm comp not all you feel ashamed I, I feel, feel ashamed. ashamed to this day because the thing is yes I know I could have done could have done a better job a little bit better yeah and there's any number of extended, with you. any number of circumstances maybe they were a turd <laughs> and then I just kind of say alright 
you know, less and less is going to be given to this guy, or this person, because I sense where they're going. Yeah. Or I just didn't have the time. Yeah. But see, the funny part about that is just like, I do remember it. And I've fought really, really hard. Yes, that's me. I've just fought hard to build a situation where I am lucky to go and spend the time nerding out. Case in point, we just did these. The book came out, and they did this thing called the Eat Kit. And the Eat Kit has this awesome slipcase. Yes. And then it has the kit and the field notes and stickers and yes. a button and a patch and all this fun shit. But there's a certificate in there. Like, a certificate? Well, it's basically just saying thanks for buying all this shit. But there's, you have to sign it, you have to date it, you have to number it, and you have to put a little sticker on it that's like, you know, the little, like, uh, little seal of approval sticker, right? Yeah. And it's like, I just want this little artifact, this little that's artifact awesome. to feel like it was touched and loved, because it oh, was. Because it was. Notarized almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it was. And, and so somewhere here, Lee was like, Jesus Christ, there's so many parts you have to touch. And you're, we don't have enough to make the next kit because we're waiting for you to have to sign them and number them and put these damn... St- you know, I just stopped her and I said, I'm so lucky I even get to do it. If it means we have to stay a little late. What about the rest of the year where you, what you're not seeing is we made the money we needed to make yeah. and we enjoyed it. And tonight I have to go a little later because I just want to like make these things special. That's all still really positive. You can't make a negative out of that. So there's a quality where it's just like, exactly. you know, I, I, I don't know. I have been around the guys who were able to say, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm walking out. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if that doesn't haunt them, then that's really weird. Because it says something about character. And just something like, it's not necessarily that I'm going to get like, listen, there's wiggle room everywhere. And none of us yeah. are perfect to where you can say, I haven't lied in 19 years. Bullshit. You do it every day. We're, we're humans. But it's the idea of like, <clears throat> shit'll haunt me, because it's not necessarily like it's just the idea of like oh, I want to go home, but I know if I spend twelve more minutes now, get the email sent off, get the file sent off, and that's waiting for them when they check their email in the morning. You've got a leg up. Yeah. If they get in and they have to do the hey, just singing where that email is, bullshit. They got gotcha. you. You know, so I, if that's going the extra mile, I don't, it more, it's more like. You even checked the boxes in your signed books of powers. I looked. Yeah. You checked the boxes. And I tried to do a random if I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they brought a hundred. I noticed. Like, sign it, sign it. And I was like, yeah, all right. You know, I, you know, I built that monster too. You didn't just like squiggle. I mean, I know. you paid attention to I each know. book. And it took us I an hour. That. Well, yeah. right. And finally, I asked Aaron if he has a personal assistant, and I was surprised by the answer. And he also touched upon a question I had posed earlier regarding a possible second career and his plans for the future. Do you have a personal assistant? No. Well, Lee does a little smidge, but she can only take so much of that shit. No. I'm surprised. I was just in the day to uh, Marin. And one of the this uh, Jane Lynch uh, episode, and she was talking about uh, sometimes she needs like an assistant, yeah. you know. And these are actors and actresses and people and things. They need these assistants to help them, you know. No, it's me, you know. And that's probably too. A, <laughs> I love that attitude. You don't uh, care. You're like I'm well, doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It, I can trust that I'll get it done. Like when we're done, I have to send these things off for juxtapose. I have yeah. to send off an interview, 
with my final questions, and then I have to make right. an invoice. I packaged up the shit today. I took the order down. I packaged it up, and then I will make the invoice. The guy will pay me, and then I will go to UPS on the way home tonight or tomorrow and ship it. And if I had a kid here helping, I've had a couple people help, and it was great. Go get lunch. But there's something about just handling it all and trying to enjoy that, really? you know. And if I that's prob- remarkable. Well, the problem is if I if I got more time in my hands, I'd I'm build surprised. I'd build a bigger monster, and that's trouble. This tempers you to be like I can only do so much in a day. Yeah. You know, it's a weird point when you get to um, what your earning potential is. Yeah, and it was about ten years ago. Like holy shit, I have blasted every ceiling on that every year since because you just keep going yeah, bigger and bigger but we reached a point where it was getting too out of hand and you just have to kind of go back down and enjoy that so when you say a life after design it'll be some more slowness but it'll be more pursuits that are even just kind of stupider like building yeah, build furniture painting signs just enjoying working with your hands maybe building yeah. a home that's coming you heard it here first folks a draplin home is coming One thing's for sure, I won't be able to afford it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Monday. It's very exciting. My name is Gregory Day. Thanks for tuning in. See you then.